Lead pass. Oh, stop it! Stop it! They don't do him like that! Oh, what a move. What a spin and what a dunk! Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like NBA basketball! Well, the city lead. Westbrook. Cocking the hammer. Pulling the trigger. And one! I... So welcome to another episode of the Animal Podcast, and this is episode 33. Um, Daryl, bro, it seems like we haven't done this in a, in such a long time, man. Like, it's been, what, over three months now since we recorded? Yeah, man, I think the last one we done was when the Clippers blew that 3-1 lead and we reacted to that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So we, we missed, the, what, the conference finals, the NBA finals. But yeah, we just sort of busy. It's obviously... It's just hard to find the time when obviously we've all got busy schedules, but you know, we're still doing doing it when we can. So hopefully this season we can bring you guys a lot more a lot more um pods. Yeah, exactly. Like to be honest, like I was saying to you earlier, bro, it feels like the last time we did an episode, K D was still dropping forty for the Warriors and now he's about to get ready and suit up for the Brooklyn Nets now. Yeah, like, I think I can't remember what I was watching, but the other day someone said something how uh, KD last played 18 months ago and I was like how has it been 18 months I, f- I still remember getting up at like 3am watching the finals with the Raptors and now a whole 18 months have gone and it just seems like he hasn't been gone that long yeah exactly like, it, had been, it hasn't been that long in it a year and a half yeah yeah I saw that as well when somebody said like oh yeah. KD's back after 18 months I couldn't believe it as well I'm thinking it feels like it was like yesterday like that means he missed a whole season and and yeah, when the season hasn't started in October, it's starting now in December. And talking about the season starting, like the season starts on the twenty second, which is basically in a few days. Um, and to be honest, like even though it hasn't seemed like the season has it has has just ended, like it's already back already. But to be honest, like I'm kind of happy that it's coming back anyway. Like. Um, and then also, like, we can see that 72 games now instead of the 82 games that, that we usually have. Um, and then also they've added the playing tournament um, where now it seems like the the 7th and the 8th seed play each other. So basically for the 7th seed, seventh, seventh seed essentially, and then the team who are 9th and 10th play each other. And then the, ninth, the winner of the 9th and 10th would play the loser of the 7th and 8th. And then, yeah, so basically, essentially, like, it seems like the 7th and 8th seed have two chances to get into the playoffs. So if they can't be the 7th seed or the 8th seed, then they have another chance of playing the ninth or 10th seed and trying to get into the playoffs there. Yeah, I think that's a fair way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if you just done a straight 7v10, for example, 8v9 knockout, and the 7th seed gets maybe a bit unlucky... Um, I think, yeah, it rewards merit, but it also gives the lower teams who might suffer an injury or a, lack, a loss of form a bit of an incentive and a chance. Um, it might maybe stop tanking as well, um, but that's another story. So yeah, exactly. um, yeah, yeah. I won't go too much into that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then also, like, things would be, even though we haven't been uh, active on doing the episodes, we've still been participating in like other stuff. So one of the stuff we've participated in, um, which is really, really fun, was the NBA UK fans mastermind, um, which was hosted by Matt from UK Nets fans. Um, so yeah, so you did it in the second week, I believe, Daryl, and I did it in the third week. Yeah, I was in the second week. I had a very, I had a strong, strong set of guys with me. I think I had Mike, who ended up winning on my episode, if I remember right. 
Yeah, he was a guy um, who he was a guy that had the Michael Jordan one and got every single question right. Where they ran out of questions right for him. They nearly ran out of questions. He was just running through them questions. But um, no, fair play. I think to to first of all think of a topic that you're good enough at, or you or at least think you're good enough at, is hard enough. Exactly. And then obviously shout out to Matt and Richard for obviously coming up with the idea, hosting it, and doing the research because you've got to think. Wait, let me explain. Let me explain to the listeners how it's done. So basically, the NBA UK fans mastermind was basically a two-part quiz. So the first quiz is just general NBA knowledge. I think it's about you. Basically, you you get asked as many questions in a minute, um, yeah. and then the second part it's a personal to- not personal topic, but it's a uh, yeah yeah. So a topic which is your basic speciality. Um, so Daryl, you picked uh, James Harden as your speciality topic, and I picked. Um, the Eastern Conference as my speciality topic uh, so it was very broad um, so Daryl like how did you think your speciality topic actually yeah just tell me how it went in general like you was going to say uh, about the mastermind yeah um, I expected to do better if I'm honest um, but it's one of them things um, it's just a game at the end of the day but no it was fun to take part um like I was saying, shout out to Matt and Richard. I think the hardest thing is getting the questions because there was, what, 20 people that took part, I think? Four people over five weeks, if I remember right. Yeah. So to, especially the um, the general NBA questions, you've got to get, you've got to be fair. So you've, I've, I've noticed they went with like a theme of like maybe uh, a famous jersey number, a arena, I just think to go through all them questions and not repeat, and I think they done nicknames as well, which was quite weird because the question I got for nicknames was who's nicknamed the beard. Yeah. So it crossed over to my specialist subject, but that was just one of them lucky things. But no, it was good. Um, yeah, shout out to them. If they do one next year, I'm definitely taking part. Um, I'm going to try and finish in the top three. That's my target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, a, that's, that's a good one. Um, yeah, so my topic was the Eastern Conference. Um, and I think also the other thing that kind of took us off by surprise was the arena names. Even though, like, uh, we, always, we always hear, oh, yeah, like, live from blah, blah, blah. We just always just, it goes past our head and we didn't really realise some of these arena names. Like, even, like, the Toronto Raptors, I think they've changed their arena name from the Scotiabank now and I didn't realise. Um, but, yeah, I think I got asked the Hornets uh, arena name and I literally did not know <laughs> Do you remember what? Yeah, one of them things. I don't remember my one, to be honest. But there's just obviously obvious ones you know, like the two LA teams with Staples, Boston, New York, blah, blah, blah. But when you get random teams like like the Pacers, which I think I actually do know that one, but they're just a random team that it just, you don't expect that sort of question. But, um, but no. Um, yeah, yeah. No, they done really well, so I'm, I'm hoping it comes back. Yeah. Um, shout out to the NBA UK fans for their live at five, which was started during um, lockdown. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to take part because I think I was busy when they had done the Houston one, but um, I couldn't take part in that. I think you missed out on the Chicago Bulls one as well. But whenever, if they do another one, obviously we're both open to jumping back on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they do some great stuff, especially on Saturday afternoons, which is like. It's, it's, it's amazing like I think if you're a UK NBA fan uh, I think definitely like make, give the NBA UK fans a follow like that is where you get the general NBA UK um, news and everything from so yeah it's great guys to follow 
Um, and then also, um, you've joined the NBA Fantasy, so I think it's your first time joining a NBA Fantasy League. Um, so, do you, do, you, do you have you chosen your players and stuff? Yeah, so I saw a tweet from NBA UK fans about um, like a fantasy basketball, and I, I didn't even realise they'd done it. I know Yahoo did one, but this was a, a, a Sky Sports version. Yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've joined the I've joined the Yahoo one. Yahoo one is so terrible. I do not like it. So that's what I think I remember trying it a few years ago, the Yahoo Fantasy, and I just didn't like it. Um, so I just left it. But if you're telling me the uh, the Sky Sports one is really good, I might have to join. Yeah, the Sky Sports one, you get like a hundred million pound budget. Basically like normal football, FPL, right? It's it like is, FPL, it basically. is basically the same as football. You've obviously got to work to a budget, so you can't you can't pick all the best players. So then it's like it becomes a, a question of do you pick good players and then bad, or do you pick sort of medium tier players to balance it? But the good thing is you get to pick three separate teams. So I've I've so far I've picked two teams and I've gone with both like Let me guess, you've gone for Harden. Yeah, I think one team I managed to... No, do you know what? I don't think I put Harden in there. Oh, okay. I think I did and took him out because... You saw I think him I got like Devin Booker, who was about six million cheaper. And oh, obviously yeah. that six million makes a massive difference. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, I just thought I just thought you just saw James Harden out of shape and you thought I'm taking him out of my team. <laughs> no, I think initially I put him and Giannis in. They were yeah, the yeah. first two players because for Fantasy League, yeah, they yeah. rack up points. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. No, fair enough. But then, then that thing that was half my budget done, and then you still need five players because I think it's a seven-man roster. Oh, okay, okay. And five five players split over fifty million, and just you're not really going to get anything great. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and then the other thing, also, we've just been like you've been doing actually the N One podcast draft, and uh, so now we're up to what ten teams now, and the last person who's done it is. Uh, Ginger Shack for the Celtics was it? Uh, Rich Barrett for oh, the Rich Celtics. Oh, Rich yeah. Barrett. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Shout out to Rich for jumping on that. That was fun. We done that. Pretty sure we done that last week or the week before. Um, and yeah, and the other great news is that we had Sam, who was on the cover of Two K for for NBA Two. Uh, it's not NBA Two. Yeah, NBA Two K UK. So yeah, so he was on the cover, um, and of course he was the number one pick. So he replaced Giannis for us. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Sam as well. Like he's obviously he's putting the work on on two K, and it's good he's getting recognised now. Um, doing well on Twitch. Played for Team GB in the Fever Esports, which like you represent your country. Can't really do better than that. Obviously making a two K cover, so the people at two K recognize his influence so no it's good man he's on he's on big things at the moment exactly yeah um but yeah let's let's just get into the podcast now like what i was gonna say was yeah let's just start so with our nba preview let's just start from the top and just work our way down i was gonna say let's just start who you think is gonna win the nba championship okay um gonna be a bit boring yeah, but it's got to be the Lakers, man. Like on paper, they were the best team last year, and they've got even better. So yeah, one, yeah, one thing I want to say last last year when we did our NBA previews, everyone predicted the Clippers, and I was the only one who said the Lakers. You know that? Yeah, I I said the Clippers. I remember saying yeah. that. I was convinced. Yeah, I think yeah, everyone picked the Lakers. So everybody picked the Clippers, but nobody picked the Clip Lakers. And I was just thinking, like, I don't know. With the Clippers, I just I just felt like. They would have been 
too many pieces to fit in. Um, and I know, like, on paper it seemed like, and, like, the narrative and everything, it seemed like, okay, cool, they're just, they're just, you're just plugging in PG and Kawhi into this team. And I just didn't think it would work. Um, and I thought LeBron and AD uh, would be too good of a pair to not win the NBA championship, and they did. Um, okay, cool. So if, so if you're saying the Lakers are going to win the championship, who's going to be their finals matchup? Oh, this is hard, man. I think the East. I think there's legit six teams that could make that could make it. If I'm being honest, um, obviously some some teams need a bit of luck to go their way, and they need to mesh and and whatever. But if I need to pick an answer, I think I think this is the year the Bucks get there. Oh wow! Okay, fair I enough. Think they, they've probably got the best roster they've had at the moment. Obviously, picking up Drew. Yeah. Giannis just signed a Supermax so there's going to be there's not going to be them constant questions of whether he's staying committed he, you know he's there for at least the next um, five years well four years because he's got a like a a trade what's it called uh, an opt-out thing yeah 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 exactly yeah but yeah just for what it's worth let's just call it five years so no one's going to be questioning his his loyalty or his 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 decisions for at least the next three or four years so I think that gives him the chance to focus like I said, he's got a better team around him, less pressure on Middleton. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucks, man. What are you saying for that? Uh, I don't know, man, because Sam's going to kill us, you know, if we tell if you say the Bucks. Because, like he said to us already, picking up Drew Holiday is not going to take you from the second round to the NBA Finals. Um, oh, but to be honest, like, yeah, that's I, right. I disagree though, because I, I think you put Drew on that team last year. Maybe, uh, maybe they don't beat the Heat, but they they go a lot further than than what? What did they do? Five games? Yeah, it was five games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, they no, probably no. take it was seven six, or no, maybe no. winning seven. Oh yeah, it was so. five. It was five. Yeah, yeah. No, but the thing is, like, uh, the Heat. I don't know. It's just the way they play and match up against Giannis is a nightmare. So unless you're bringing in Steph Curry or something, yeah, I don't believe that. The Bucks are great enough to like overcome the Heat if they face them in the playoffs. Um, maybe they might miss them and get to the, uh, get get to the conference finals, and maybe the Celtics or something beat the Heat. Um, yeah. But I don't see like a fit Heat beating the Bucks. Actually, you know what? You know what? It depends on it depends on the it depends on the injuries and stuff. Like, because if Dragic comes back the way he is. Maybe Tyler Hero gets even better. Uh, Duncan Robinson gets better because the thing is, like at the moment with Duncan Robinson, um, he's got a lot to improve over the next year. And I think if he does improve, yeah. then definitely I think the Heat are going back to the finals. Um, yeah. And one, pro- one thing I want to add though. Yeah. If any of the top six teams, um, which you can probably guess, are the Bucks, the Heat, the Celtics, the Sixers, the Raptors, and the Heat, did yeah. I say the Heat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry, the Nets. You put the Nets. The Nets, yeah, the Nets. I would say if any of them get James Harden, they probably edge it for me, I would say. Depends what they give up as well. But um, if the Heat were to not give up too many major pieces, which I don't class Tyler Herrera as a major piece at the moment. Yeah, yeah. You put James Harden on that team, I'd probably give them the edge. Uh, Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so yeah, so one other question I had for you: um, Who are your three championship or bus teams? Because I'm guessing it's the Lakers and the Bucks, and then who's your third team? 
Yeah, this was this was a tough one. I think I think for me the easiest one is the Clippers because um, Kawhi can opt out yeah. next year. Right? He's a free agent. So once Ka- if Kawhi goes and they're stuck with Paul George, then then I, I wouldn't even say they're a guaranteed playoff team in the West. They'd, they'd probably sneak in. Now we've got the ninth and tenth seed yeah. playing, blah blah blah. But I wouldn't guarantee them. If if Kawhi was to leave, so yeah. for me they're definitely championship or bust because. If Kawhi goes through another season after leaving the Raptors, like he could have stayed at the Raptors and re- repeated, who knows? Um, the Clippers are definitely the, the top one for me. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say the Bucks are championship or bust because Giannis has signed that deal. If we recorded this last week before he signed, I would have said definitely them. Okay. But now, now he's committed. They've got three, four, five more seasons to keep trying. So. That's why I'm not convinced. And that goes for the Lakers as well. They signed AD to a five-year deal. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron signed a two-year deal, so he's not going to be going anywhere for the next two years. And then by then, he'll probably be quite old. He'll still be good, but they could have signed... I don't know. They, they could sign Kawhi by then, who knows? Um, with LeBron maybe just aging on his way out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so for me, the Lakers aren't a championship or bust. And also, because they won it last year, they, I don't think there's that same pressure to win it yeah yeah I agree so yeah do you what have you got so far because I've just got the Lakers um, um, okay yeah so now on, sorry just the Clippers so you just got the, just the Clippers okay cool so you've changed no, one, one more team I was going to say but I'll let you say if you want to say a team I don't know you've changed my mind now I was going to go for the Clippers of course I think they're championship championship or bust I was going to say the Lakers um, and I was going to say the Bucks but then you've You've made great points with like the Bucks, like they've just signed Giannis for five years. Um, so yeah, I don't know. All right, cool. So definitely the Clippers I'll go for. I'd say okay, I'll go for one other random team. I'll say the Trailblazers. That's one team I think is a championship or bust team. I think if they don't Yeah, I see what you mean actually, yeah. I think I think if they don't make it past the second round or make a proper effort, not effort, but like make some noise in the conference finals, I think they might have to just blow it up, to be honest. And when I say blow it up, maybe just have to trade some pieces and just get someone new for, um, sorry, for Damian Lillard. And then I think the last team, I think we might agree, and I've just thought of them right now, is the Sixers. Oh, I had another team. I had their rivals. I had the Celtics, you know. Serious? Okay, wait. Yeah, you... because I just, I just feel like they've had all these, all these. You know, every time a player comes available, like remember when AD was going to get traded, yeah, and yeah. it was like the Celtics can offer this. Then Kawhi's available, and the Celtics can offer that. And if they don't, if they don't win, because obviously they've been to the conference finals three times in the last four years, yeah, which yeah. is pretty good for a young team. Yeah. But I feel like maybe if they don't go that far. Danny Ainge might say, I've had enough. I'm going to pull the trigger and bring in a, a superstar, for example. Um, so by championship or bust, do you, we're talking about obviously trading maybe a first or second guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's trying, what, to, trying yeah. to change the direction of the team. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, Celtics are, is a really good point because they've always... They've always like hoarded these picks and hoarded their players and just thought, yeah, no, no, we've got the future, we've got the future. They've been saying this since IT was at the at the at the team, and now we're what, yeah. four years later, 
and we're still talking about the future. I think the Celtics, time the Celtics need to be taken, like, take account. But then the thing is, they've just signed Tatum. They've just signed Brown last season. And and I think, to be honest, I think the Kemba, the Kemba deal was a very bad deal, I think, because he's very injury prone. And they've realised, like, yeah. he's not the... He's not a solid second or third guy that they thought he was going to be. Because the thing is, like, with the Celtics, I feel like um, there's not one real lead in that team. Like, Tatum is kind of probably the number one guy, but I don't think he has this, like, elite mentality to make him, like, just give me the damn ball and I'm going to win you guys this game. Because I think that's what Tatum needs. He needs that mentality just to say, just give me the ball I'm going to win this game. Like, this is my team. I'm going to take you guys home. I think if he does that, um, he should, like, I think the Celtics go far because I don't trust Marcus Smart. I don't trust Kemba Walker. I don't trust um, Jalen Brown with, like, having 20 shots. The one guy that I do trust with having 20 shots is Jason Tatum. They've paid him 200 mil for, for over five years now. I think he needs to, this season, just be like, this is my team and and that's it. And I think... But the issue is, who's the second guy? Is it Kemba? Is it Jalen Brown? Like, that's the issue. Because last season, the issue was, is it Haywood? Is it Kemba? Is it Brown? And nobody yeah. was really stepping up. And Tatum wasn't really stepping up as well, saying I'm the number one guy. Because sometimes Brown will be number, number one. Kemba will have like, a, a game here or there where he's the number one. But I think next season with the Celtics, I think Jason Tatum needs to come out and just say, this is my team. Show Like, I don't care. Just drop 30, 32, 33 game. Just to show that's your team. And someone else needs to step up with his, whether it's Jalen Brown or whether it's Kemba Walker, and I think um, I think there were rumors that they were trying to trade Trem- uh, Kemba Walker maybe like in the mid- off season, but it was very like quiet stuff. But I wouldn't have been surprised if they did because he hasn't stepped up to what they what they signed him for. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. Um, yeah, I think it is important to have a clear cut first guy, which they have, and a clear cut second guy as well. Like you don't want to be looking at like just say Tatum's injured or he's having a bad game or whatever yeah. and you're like who is the guy I think it's good to have that guy who you know can step up like exactly yeah I've got a question for you um, I feel like the Dallas Mavericks and the Boston Celtics are kind of similar in some way but it's clear that Luka Doncic that's his, that's his team and I think that's what the Celtic that's what Tatum needs to do with the Celtics just show that it's his team like just take ownership of this team and say it's my team and I would, I would say Porzingis is clearly the second option on that team yeah exactly well. yeah but the issue with Porzingis is he can't stay fit because like, last season like he just like he had games to where he was showing like look I am the second guy but then he just couldn't stay fit and then in the playoffs he just got chucked off the the first game was it I can't remember yeah I think first game he got ejected yeah then the second game he got he injured played the second and then got injured in one of them and... yeah exactly yeah so like for me Dallas is like if we're going to talk about dark horses Dallas Mavericks are are a dark horse like um, but it all depends on Kev, uh Christoph Porzingis, like if he can stay fit, I think the Dallas Mavericks can make some noise. Yeah, I agree. With Luca, you know what you're getting. You're getting near enough thirty points. You're getting great playmaking, chips in with rebounds, yeah. clutch shots, leading to like whatever you need. You know he's he's got it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just need the pieces around him to do that. And if they do, like Josh Richards, Josh Richardson, obviously good free and D guy. Yeah. Um. I remember Casey said he thinks he could be as good as Jimmy Butler one day, right? 
<laughs> yeah, but Keiji sees a lot of things. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but I do sort of see. I do see what he meant, but yeah, yeah. I just don't necessarily agree yeah. with him fully. Casey, Casey's, um, Casey's the same guy who said Clay Thompson, Dun- Duncan Robertson reminds him of Clay Thompson. I see what he means as well. Well, from a shooting perspective, they're just literally pure shooters. You don't need to dribble. You just find them, and it's a bucket. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. Clay, Clay's got the the defense as well, which Robinson yeah. doesn't actually, have. Actually, at the to be fair, it might not have been Casey. It might have been Sam, to be honest. But it was one of them two. Saying that, Sam's a Heat fan, so it was probably him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was probably one of them two. But I, can't, I it might be. I, I think it was Casey, to be honest. But yeah, we'll confirm with the one like uh, later. Um, but so yeah, so you're like so your championship bus teams. You said Clippers, Celtics, and. Who do you, who would you go for? You said the Sixers, but I then I'm thinking they just signed a new head coach, so he's going to get at least two seasons, unless he starts the season bad. Yeah, but then it's with the with the Sixers. I don't. It's never really been about the coach. It's been about Embiid and Simmons. And this is where, this is just given. Yeah. This is just given that these two stay and they they don't get traded for Harden or whatnot. But I think. So we'll just speak on it like them two are going to sit for the rest of the season. I think it might be championship or bus season. But then the other issue is they were injured last season for the playoffs. So, so, so surely like you could not you could say like they have an extra season because last season they were injured, um, and the season before they were in Simmons. It was, was injured. It was just Simmons that was injured last year. Um, but then what about the year before? I can't remember. Oh, Simmons they lost, they lost to the shot by Kawhi. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, like I said, if if he misses that shot and it goes to OT, Sixers could win. Yeah. Um, and then what? They're in the conference finals against the Bucks, and they could win. Like it's just one of them things. But yeah, um, yeah. I still think Simmons and Embiid are young. I think we're putting a lot of pressure on them. They've been together what three seasons now. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. when you think about it, that's not a lot. Yeah. Like KD and Westbrook, for example. Yeah. When they were together for three years, no, do you know, I think they made the NBA finals in their full season, actually. So, mm. probably a bad comparison. I'm just trying to think of two young all stars who, who have played together for a while. Like, oh, who I, don't played, think, who played, I don't think you can mention like Jordan and Pippen or anything because. Okay. Um, do you want to Are you thinking about guys who've played with each other for a while and then made it? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of an Embiid Simmons comparison because everyone seems so desperate to to break oh, them up. But Curry and Clay. Yeah, if if you want to say that, yeah. they probably played together for five years before they were real contenders. Yeah, yeah. And also, Clay was drafted yeah. in what eleven? Yeah. And they started winning in fifteen. So. Yeah. Exactly, but then. Yeah. yeah. But, but then also, you it's could, hard. Also, you could also. Uh, mentioned probably, I don't know, but they didn't really make it. But uh, Lowry and DeRozan, they didn't really make it. But still, um, I think that's a bad. Comp- I think that's a bad comparison. But yeah, I think Curry and Clay is probably the best one. All right, cool. So let's go on MVP. Um, MVP. So you, NBA UK fans, done their like. Preseason predictions, and I'm going to stick with the same guy I went for. Um, I went with Luca. Oh, Luca Doncic. Okay, cool. Who who did they go yeah. for? Luca as well. Say that again. Who did they go for? No, they done like a blank prediction, and you had to reply to it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I think they done it last year. I think there's ten things to like answer, like uh, winners, like championship winners, Eastern, Western finalists, and all the individual awards, worst record, blah blah blah. I think it's ten. I'm pretty sure last year I got one out of ten right, <laughs> and yeah. I can't even remember what that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think Giannis has won two MVPs in a row. I feel like voter fatigue may kick in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Especially maybe because he hasn't been great in the play. Well, not him personally, but because the Bucks haven't been great in the playoffs, people might think, "Oh, we're going to give this guy another MVP," and he might not even prove it in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the thing is, like, um, there's nothing. I don't think there's nothing the Bucks can do. The only thing they can do is just maybe go sixty and sixty and twelve or something, or sixty-two and twelve uh, or sixty-two and ten. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that would get Giannis to um, win the MVP. Like, And I think even if he averages 35 or whatever, I don't think it would be much of a big deal that would help his, help his case. Um, I don't really know who to go for, to be honest. Um, I would... Yeah, I think Bron and AD cancel each other out a bit. Yeah. Um... Uh, I think Steph Curry's got a chance, though, because obviously with Clay being injured... He yeah. has the all the shots basically now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm just gonna go for you know what? I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for Jason Tatum. I'm yeah, gonna, that's not bad. That's I'm not a go bad if, if they get like top three in the East, yeah, he's I'm, gonna be the best player on that team. Yeah, so. I'm gonna say Jason Tatum. I think if you get, I think if he comes in with the mentality, this is my team. You've given me this much money, and I'm gonna win this team a championship or whatever. I'm gonna try to make them win a championship. Then I'm going for Jason Tatum. I'm going to go for Jason Tatum as my MVP. Um, and then, all right, cool. Let's go for comeback player of the year. So there's a few, I would say. Curry, uh, KD, Kyrie. Because basically, essentially, it feels like Kyrie hasn't played for like two years anyway because his last season in the Celtics, he was injured in the playoffs and then he didn't basically play last season. And then John Wall, who we, who we haven't seen for two years, and then, uh, DeMarcus Cousins as well. Oh, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins as well. Um, but, There's probably others we're forgetting as well. Yeah. Um, but I think the ones which are like the top two that we basically essentially think they haven't, they're not finished. Cause I think DeMarcus Cousins is probably finished. I don't think we're going to see that uh, 30 point, uh, 30 and 10 Cousins anymore. Um, but I think, yeah, I'd, right. I think I'd go for Curry and KD um, as our two main guys. Um, but yeah. I don't know I'll say KD man KD I think seeing some of those videos have gassed me of KD seeing him like in training and everything and I'm going to go for KD man to say he's going to be the comeback player of the year yeah I think in terms of, of numbers he'll probably have the best numbers yeah. um, you- but I'm sort of tempted to say John Wall because he hasn't played in two years and people think he's finished That's if he true. comes out and averages 20 and 10 just say or depends if Harden's there, because if Harden's there, obviously less points. If he averages a good 17 and like 8 or 9, back to solid defence, Houston start winning games. Obviously, he won't be as good as KD, but I think the the perception of him and and how people rank him will be a lot higher. Yeah, 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 that's true. In, in comparison, if that makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm not saying he's better than KD, no way. Yeah, yeah. But people will still have KD as a top 10 player this season. Whereas John Wall was probably not in people's top fifty, yeah, so yeah. I think if John Wall can play good and jump to like the top twenty, that yeah. leap is a lot bigger than KD's. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. 
you know. And I, I used to love John Wall playing. And he was, back in the day when it was him and Kyrie as the best in the East, I was always like, trust me, John Wall was the best point guard in the yeah, East. Yeah, yeah. Fam. I said he was the most complete in the, most complete point guard in the NBA as well. Yeah, like this guy's speed is on. His speed was unbelievable, man. Like that that one dunk that he did in the playoffs against uh, it might be the Raptors. I can't remember, but where he just went from coast to coast, put the ball behind his back. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, went behind the back and just dunked it with his left left hand. Oh, that was the most disgusting dunk I've seen. Like. Yeah, in a long time. I think that's one of my favourite dunks, to be honest. That John Wall dunk. Oh. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's... That... Okay, that's... I think... So you're going for John Wall, I've gone for KD, that's my guy. Um, but yeah, and also, oh yeah, one thing we've forgotten to do is the our quiz that we always do at the beginning of the episode. That's how you know we haven't done an episode in such a long time. Yeah, we're rusty. Yeah, and also, but then to be honest, we were just more interested in talking about the NBA season anyway. So, so yeah. Um, all right, cool. So, um, so since it's episode thirty-three, um, and the number thirty-three probably res- res- uh, resignates to resignates to us uh, with Larry Bird, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Scottie Pippen. So I think we'll do a quiz. I'll do a quiz about them. Them three. So, first question, who's got the most rings? Yeah. Most rings? Um, I think it's, a, isn't it a tie between Kareem and Scotty? Yeah, bloody, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah, you're right. I would have, if, I, if, I, if you asked me that question, I probably would have said Kareem. <laughs> All right, cool. So, out of these two players, who's got the most assists? Larry Bird or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? 45... Assist separate these two. Ooh, that's a tough one because I initially wanted to say Bird because he was a better playmaker, but then you think Kareem played twenty seasons for nineteen, twenty years. Uh I'm still gonna go Bird. I'm still gonna go with Larry Bird. Right. <laughs> that's correct answer. So Larry Bird has five thousand six hundred and ninety five and Kareem Abdul Jabbar has five thousand six hundred and sixty. So yeah. Oh, actually, sorry. I said I said forty, didn't I? So I meant thirty-five separates them two. Yeah, so thirty-five. Yeah, that, that's nothing. That's like someone could do that in like two or three games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. And which of these players, uh, or how many of these players have an NBA All-Star MVP? Oh, I'm not oh, All-Star MVP. I'm never good at this. Um, I want to say all three. All right, cool. I'm going to tell you one of them doesn't have it. Um, try to guess who doesn't have it. I wanted to initially say Scotty because I'd say the other two were better, but I'm going to say, I always see with my gut feeling. Yeah, Bird and Kareem have one. Uh, yeah, that's wrong. Kareem doesn't have one. But the thing uh, is, I'm not sure whether it's maybe they didn't do M- finals MV- NBA Finals MVP. Sorry, they didn't do All Star MVPs back then. It could be that. I am not sure. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, let me just see when it started. Um, um, I can't really see. Uh, mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it started back then. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it did start when it started. So nineteen fifty one. So yeah, Kareem was around, but he just never won it. Um, but yeah, 
I think if do you think there's anything else is there anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap up the podcast yeah the one thing I wanted to say is um, last year we done the M1 bracket challenge um, it was everyone predicts the top eight teams it was just between us in our group chat so uh, me me Abdi Casey Dolly and Sam and we just have a bit of fun like predicting see who's got the worst predictions and at the end of the season I tally it up and see who wins I think Sam won it last year yeah. his predictions were, were pretty spot on this year I've expanded it to like the NBA UK fans community yeah uh, so I'm in a group chat with about 15 to 20 other guys other accounts as well as the group chat as well so we probably should have close to maybe 30 entries bloody hell that's a lot yeah so I'm going to put all that into like a spreadsheet um, try and get just as long as your your entries in by before tip off it will count um, I haven't told anyone this but I think I'm going to do a prize and it's going to be from you know the NFL sports mugs Twitter account they yeah. do really good like NBA stuff as well okay cool so the winner so, yeah, the winner will get a, a mug of their choice with like whatever player or team or whatever they want so uh, I'll probably send that out as a tweet as well, but this is an exclusive, so you heard it here first. All right, cool, perfect. Um, but yeah, I think that's a wrap for episode 33, um, and I think yeah. we should do an episode um, very, very soon, so stay tuned. Yeah, hopefully over the Christmas holidays we've got enough time to find a day or half a day to record. Exactly, yeah. Um, maybe we do it first week into the season and do our, like, stuff that we think may will last or won't last or we'll, we'll just see all right cool perfect um yeah thanks for coming on daryl uh and no, no it was good it was good to get back out there exactly yeah all right see you man all right safe lead pass whoa oh, stop it stop it and they not do him like that oh what a move Should he leave? Westbrook, cocking the hammer, pulling the trigger, and one.